Welcome to X of Words, a new podcast for the new status quo, created for and by X Twitter. Every episode, a new guest picks a new question for a shotgun quick listen chat. One question, two voices, 10 minutes. Welcome. Good morning, good afternoon, whatever you're doing, wherever you are. This is another episode of X of Words. I don't know why I said it like that. Just <laughs> We're just going to go with it. So today, you know me, Ashley, we do 10 minutes mutants here. We hit the timer and we go for it. And today I have brand new guest, huh. never before seen, stupendous, amazing, <laughs> incredible, talented. <laughs> these, are, these are very nice compliments. <laughs> Welcome, Khalid. Hello. Khalid, how you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? I'm great. All the better for having you here, mate. Okay, so <laughs> tell us three things about yourself and tell us your at and spell it out for us. Oh, God. Uh, my name is Khalid. That counts as one. Uh, <laughs> um, I am a researcher based in the UK, uh, and my research generally covers the topics of Arab men have sex with men in the Gulf, and uh, that's sort of what my writing's about. And um, I love comic books, and I love the X-Men, and I love talking about them, and no one really wants to talk to me about them. So I somehow landed myself on this podcast, and I'm really excited to participate. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you. Now, where can people find you? Oh, you can find me on Twitter at also P-U-R-P. I don't know why I have that Twitter name, so so don't ask me. (laughs) (laughs) For everyone wondering, that's A-L-S-O-P-U-R-P, also perp. Mm -hmm. Cool. Nice. So uh, today is a blindfold question, which means neither of us know what the question is going to be. Yeah. Uh, So we're going to do a little bit of a dice dice roll situation. Yeah, we're improv. Mm -hmm. You ready? I'm ready. (laughs) You ready? All right, cool. So... I am going to start cycling through the questions Mm -hmm. and tell me when to stop. Stop. Oh, okay. Oh, that wasn't a good (laughs) Uh, Let's. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm imagining it's like some deep uh, lore trivia that I never read and don't know about, but let's go for it. It, the question is, are the X-Books intersectional? Oh. Okay, this will be a fun chat. Um, I mean, I talk about, I mean, I work a lot. I write a, ro- a lot about representation, so that'll be fun. Let's go for it. What are your thoughts? You want to go for it? I want to go for it, yeah. That has to happen after the timer, but you have one re-roll. You can have one re-roll. So do you want to stick with this or roll again? Okay, let's roll again. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, go for it. And uh, stop. Why hasn't Storm been resurrected? Okay. Yeah, I like that question. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, here we go. So I'm going to hit the timer. X starts now. Okay. Okay, so. Why hasn't Storm been resurrected? Yes, as a little bit, okay, as a little bit of a download. Mm. Uh, mutants have managed to uh, jury rig a mutant circuit where five mutants work together and re- <laughs> resurrect everybody who's ever died in a horrible way in the past. One of the only mutants so far who is a top tier character that we haven't seen go through this process 
is Storm, um, which obviously raises a couple of big questions because if it was so benign and harmless, right. why wouldn't she? Um, but there's an entire run dedicated to her not being resurrected. Mm -hmm. So what do you think? I mean, I really like the fact that she really resists, like uh, like in that issue of that giant size X-Men, uh, where um, Emma tells her, why don't you just die? We can resurrect you in a, in a healthy body. And Storm gets very angry. Storm has always had like these interesting sort of themes around her body and ownership and um, sort of her own dominion. And I like the idea that um, she would fight sort of to really like not have something else trying to take control of her body. It's kind of like an interesting, I can see why that theme sort of yeah. is happening now because it's kind of like an interesting, I mean, you can kind of think of it as like a reverse get out. She won't be get out it, you know, <laughs> she'll fight them. <laughs> she'll fight them off. Yeah, a hundred percent. I agree. Um, yeah. Also the, the fucking, the fucking cheek of Emma who stole your body. <laughs> why don't you just get another body? <laughs> so, so what? You mind the business that pays you, Mr. Frosted. Yeah? <laughs> I'll mind the business. I mean, Emma's the white de devil a queen um, is a lovely, lovely woman who has some opinions. I like the fact, I do like the fact that it was her who mentioned it because Emma has her own really interesting relationship with her body uh, as like sort of this idea of sexuality and uh, control and manipulation, uh, which is a problematic thing, but it was, yeah. really, it was a somewhat interesting sort of representation of an interesting strategy of thinking um, that Anna Sensi wrote, I think, in that classic mm -hmm. backup. Um, but I like the fact that someone who we also know has had plastic surgery and is really about weaponizing her whiteness, she's the white queen, uh, the white capitalist queen of the Marauders, uh, is like kind of saying, why aren't you just doing the same as me? Uh, but like Storm, sort of the earth mother goddess. Um, In a really practical sense, Emma's... The way, you, you make an amazing point there about the way that Emma uses her body as mm -hmm. almost a tool. Yeah. Uh, as a way to get the things that she wants and, and have the, the impact that she wants. But then in a, in a sort of mutant practical sense, her diamond transformation also mm -hmm. forces her to use her body occasionally as a tool, a shield, yeah. um, a weapon. And yeah. so, yeah, she's always had this idea of body, body variability. And... Uh we just saw in the Hellfire Gala using it her, herself as an accessory, a giant diamond. Uh, exactly. Like a strand of diamond. It's style. Yeah, it's style. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, I, I totally. I, but I, also, on I the mean. On the other hand, then you've got Storm, mm -hmm. who in so many ways has, has been tied to natural life. Yeah. She, her powers are about commanding the natural world and how close she is to nature, how she communes with it. Even outside of her powers, her hobbies are about plants and cultivating things as they are. So you can see how she would have a completely different relationship mm -hmm. to death. And like, we even know that uh, that impacts so much of her power changed the way in, in which she sees the world around her and the way that she sees herself yeah. as being in communion with the world. Uh, but if we're going to talk about bodies and Emma Frost and and Storm, we need to talk about that issue where Emma takes over Storm's body. And that is like a giant yeah. source of tension uh, for them. And like, I mean, it's interesting the idea of like Emma thinking of her body as a malleable tool and Storm kind of being really like protective of sort of her own sort of self, 
was sense ownership and that being kind of the root of the tension between them, even going back to then, really, you can kind of argue beyond Kitty, the first sort of direct animosity that was like direct person on person action was she took over Storm's body. Like she, that's a violation and she did it forcefully. It wasn't like when she oh, did yeah. it with Bobby, it was, um, it, w- it was, it wasn't because she was like when she did it with Bobby it was, she did that as a plot for the Hellfire Club and like, yeah, I mean, I really enjoy that. And now, like, we have a Storm. Also, Storm was, like, one of those characters that never really died. <laughs> she never really died. She died once in the Claremont run that I can think of, but then the whales brought her back. No, I, 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 totally, I totally agree with you. Mm-hmm. Um, Emma did... Um... Emma did colonize her body. Yeah. Un- <laughs> she, yeah. She, Emma made a habit of colonizing a lot of black women's bodies. Let's remember Astrid Bloom. Uh, she strapped her. There we go. <laughs> there we go. There's a pattern. Um, but at the same time, just to keep us mm-hmm. on this resurrection thing, okay. Okay, I'm, I'm going to throw you a spanner question. Go on. Can I throw, is that okay? Go throw on. you a spanner question. <laughs> okay. Do you think that this really, really intentional decision to not let Storm get resurrected means that there's a fly in the fucking ointment of resurrection. I mean, there's definitely a fly in the ointment of resurrection. I mean, we're seeing that, like, we're seeing Hope get angry about it, and Hope is sort of been katoing to Xavier. There's been, and we've been talking about this idea of, like, being a preferential system developing. I mean, we know that Emma's sisters are way down at the bottom of the list. We know that there's this weird alpha uh, sigma omega level to these sort of beta resurrections. That's just sort of incorrect and wrong. Um, how do you mean like specifically in terms of storm? There's a flood. Okay, so for me, there's two issues with the resurrection. Mm-hmm. One, the process and the operations bit. The way that they actually make resurrections happen is unfair. It's biased, as you said. Yeah. But then two, there are people who can take advantage of some of the issues around resurrection. So Onslaught mm-hmm. has been infecting the minds of everybody, filling in those blank spots that they lose when they're brought back. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, so I wondered whether they were keeping sort of tier one characters out of it so they could fight Onslaught because they hadn't been touched by that tainting, basically. If you haven't been through the resurrection process, Onslaught hasn't been able to get his hands in you. Right. As I, effectively. I wonder, because like- Do you think that's anything? Do you think there's even something worse than that? I mean, I there is definitely something that was sort of been in the background of resurrection as being like somewhat ominous. I, I, I Now I'm just mm. thinking, how long have they been planning this Onslaught thing, you know? Um, if that's what it is. <laughs> Because like because there's a, a couple like big names that just haven't been resurrected. Um, like Storm hasn't. Whom? Yeah, no. Hmm, you've got me thinking. Think yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think Emma has either. You've got me thinking about resurrection. Yeah, she's I mean, right up in front of. Um, she's right in the front of Inferno, and she's one. Yeah, of that, that is true. That is true. Those, yeah, and I, I don't trust someone named Egg. I just can't do it. I just can't do it. Egg. <laughs> so why, why, why is, why is, why is this poor man catching strays now? <laughs> I just like uh, all these kids. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, you know what? I'll cast strays at any of these kids except for a few of my faves. <laughs> he can't mind his business. <laughs> okay. All right. Egg. That's our time. Got one minute. Okay. So, hmm. um, so we've established that Emma's a colonizer. So uh, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> that um, I mean, I think there's something really interesting. I mean, I don't think I'm the person to specifically talk about it, but this idea, idea of sort of um, the commodification of specifically the black woman's body um, and storm and sort of these ideas of sort of self-possession and ownership and like um, who's and even like so the the, the a person's capacity to make choices about what they want to do to their own bodies and how they want their bodies to be. I mean, those are like really interesting things that are all seated in there. Um, and yeah, I would love to see someone like Vita write a couple of issues about uh, specifically Storm's reflection on resurrection, you know? Um, I think there's a lot there and like, you know, resurrection is something really interesting. I'm still waiting on that. Um, document that apparently Leah was working on for X Factor to leak online. <laughs> I want to read that to see like all the nitty gritty details because there's something, there's something, there's a fly in the open, there's something wrong. And I, I'm really excited to find out. About it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, thank you. I'm going to, that's a good closing sentence. So I'm going to leave us there. I hope I, I, I uh, did a somewhat entertaining talk. <laughs> Khaled, Khaled, that was so much fun. Okay, I'm glad. Thank I'm you, glad. Thank you. Oh, before before the podcast, we were discussing um, a possibility of me being invited to a UK meetup for the X Awards people, and I said, make sure um, you don't regret that. I might cancel myself in this interview <laughs> in this in this ten minutes. So let's see what you think of now. Did I earn my invitation? <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, <laughs> I have many more takes. I'm excited to share them with you all. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here with me. Thank you, everybody who's uh, listening. It's a pleasure to have you with us. So uh, I've been Ashley. And I've been Khaled. And this has been X <laughs> Didn't you tell me you were going to remember it? Oh, I was like, I, was, I, I, I didn't know if it was me doing the last part. I thought you were going to. And I was like, no, wait, it is me. And then I was like, ah, I got <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Let's cut it together. It's fine. We'll be okay. fine. <laughs> nope. 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 No. Stays as it stays. No. Someone that choke someone I feel aside.